0: This week's episode is sponsored by the Doors Open Connect app platform designed by real estate agents for real estate agents. Are you a licensed real estate agent or broker? Download the Doors Open Connect on the Apple App Store today for free to join our growing network and community of licensed professionals and also to stand out at your next listing appointment by offering to maximize exposure to your seller's listing and even get reliable coverage on demand when you can't be there and or recruit agents under your brokerage by the new wave of lead generation software and even offer them instant paid opportunities that they can take advantage of. That's Doors Open Connect. Also, be sure to follow us at Doors Open Connect on IG and at Doors Open Connect LLC on Facebook. Also brought to you by My Florida Green, medical marijuana made easy. Do you suffer from chronic pain, muscle spasms, anxiety, insomnia, seizures, nerve pain, nausea, loss of appetite, spasticity, abnormal pain and or constipation, menstrual pain, PTSD or more? Then you'll want to visit www.myfloridagreen.com, establish care, see the doctor and get approved today. And we are back. This is Deshaun Robinson and my co-host Rick Haas at the Doors Open Connect podcast. Say hello, Rick.
1: How are y'all doing,
0: man? We're doing great. I mean, the places that these uh, these venues bring us to—it's it's amazing. I can't I can't wait to dive into our next guest here. Um, this location is extra special. I've never been in anything quite like it. It's a, kind of a one-of-a-kind deal, but uh, as, I continue, as I can tell, it's growing and growing very fast. So let's dive right into it. We've got a special podcast here. We're pretty excited about it. Um, I'm going to go ahead and introduce these folks, but before I do, we got a little intro music we're going to go ahead and kick it off with. Who's going to
2: save the world tonight?
0: So we don't get any more uh, copyright infringement. (laughs) Yeah, we get a little bit. So let's introduce our guests. There, our podcast here, Doors Open Connect. We've got we're sitting here with our founder and owner of My Porter Green, uh, Nick Girle, and we're also sitting here with um, William Case. One of his number one testimonials, and uh, he's got a heck of a story to tell you. So, Nick, go ahead and introduce yourself.
3: All right, yeah, my name is Nick a founder and CEO of Mind Florida Green. Started the company back in uh, officially November of two thousand and sixteen. Uh, definitely been a bumpy road to uh, start a medical marijuana company in the most conservative county in, in the state of Florida but uh, we did it uh, and uh, we definitely haven't kept a low profile you know so um, but um, you want me to go into like you know yeah so whole- before
1: we before we get into will uh, sure. Williams story let's talk about
3: about you a little bit Sure. where
1: after after high school, college, did you go
3: to college? I, I didn't, no. I actually didn't even finish 10th grade in high school. Uh, not that I'm proud of that, but uh, I, school was not for me. Um, I got in trouble. I was actually uh, kind of in and out of jail uh, as a high school uh, or going through high school. Uh, so I didn't even finish 10th grade. I went out kind of onto the street or per se the uh, workforce uh, by 10th grade. I was about 15 years old. Uh, and I got in a lot of trouble. Um, didn't really have the best parental uh, foundation at home. I was, I was right, right outside of Boston. Uh, and I, Decided to move to Florida, uh, kind of as a, as a last resort when I was 18. I moved down here in a Mazda RX-7, uh, two-seater, packed with all my stuff, uh, and uh, got a job as a waiter uh, with a Boston accent, so I was a waiter. <laughs> so, um, and uh, I remember I, I struggled to make money because uh, it's predominantly Midwest here, right? So I'd walk mm-hmm. up to people and be like, hey, I didn't like your food, it's wicked good, right? And they, 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 they do not like that accent here, so I pronounced my R star to make more money, and uh, I started a car dealership, actually, uh, in in uh, 2000, uh, and uh, started with six grand I saved up from waiting on tables and blew it into a, a 28 million dollar business. I was number three in the world in eBay Motors. Uh, wow. This was back when eBay was just kind of getting started. So I was actually selling uh, exotic cars sight unseen over the phone. Pretty okay. amazing. Uh, kind of burnt out of that business, went through an embezzlement with a CFO, uh, you know, skipping through a lot of steps there, uh, and, uh, sold the property that we were uh, operating out of and, uh, and decided to, uh, kind of, uh, go through a, or, or to experiment experience what retirement was like, uh, which I did not like at all. Uh, and it wasn't because I was rich. It was just cause I was burnt out. I didn't really have the financial reasons to, or means to retire, but, uh. Founded my Florida Green back in 16, uh, created a software to facilitate the whole process of uh, medical marijuana certification for both the doctor and the patient. Um, realized that the healthcare system is a criminal enterprise, at least that's my opinion. Uh, I did not like how the doctors were treating their patients. Uh, they were taking advantage of them, charging erroneous fees using my software, having them come back for unnecessary appointments and I didn't want to be a part of it, so I pulled the software back. Founded my Florida Green, hired my own doctors, created our own protocol, uh, which is maximum dosing with access to all products. But We empower the patient through uh, education and technology. Uh, So here we are today. We have 26,000 patients on our platform, Uh, incredible testimonial stories. Uh, And it's just been an honor to be a part of of all of it. It really has. You know, uh, it's not about a lot of people when they think of marijuana or medical marijuana, they think of a guy smoking a joint, wearing a tie dyed shirt, holding the picket, you know, sign that says free the flower. You know, and it's although there's nothing wrong with that, um, that's not what it's about at all. It's actually a lot deeper than that. Smoking is just the tip of the iceberg. As we said in the last uh, podcast that we did, so uh, I don't know if that was too long of an intro, but no, no. that was that was <laughs> great. W- you know, you're
1: you're Nick, you're living proof that you don't have to go to college to make it, right? Yeah, right. And and I know you have a a, a special story about your son. Could you tell us about that story?
3: Yeah, so my son was uh, my son was uh, diagnosed with ADHD, which I do feel that most uh, outgoing ten year olds in third grade are diagnosed with. Uh, I think it's an overdiagnosed an over an over diagnose diagnosis, if I can say that uh, without sounding like a High school dropout, <laughs> uh, but uh, the uh, it was he was prescribed Adderall against my consent. Uh, split my my ex wife as his mom, and uh, you know I protested and fought, uh, and I was actually able to wean him off of uh, Adderall with uh, with a CBD oil and created a CBD company, uh, put it in his name, uh, which is now very successful. It's called Revita Oil R E V I T A uh, Oil O I L dot com, and uh, we we uh, sell a ton of all, helping with inflammation, anxiety, blood pressure, blood sugar regulation, and uh, a lot of kids take this product, and uh, it's amazing to be a part of that as well. So a lot of different uh, fingers and legs that span, span off of the founding of the company.
1: That's absolutely amazing, and you don't have to worry about your son with the side effects of that you know the, the, those the medication that they prescribe yeah, I mean, for Adderall.
3: Adderall is a, a, a one molecule off of crystal methamphetamines. I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. it's pretty pretty sad that we put our kids on that just to conform to the curriculum in our school system. Yeah, but you know that's a whole nother podcast that we could talk. About. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: absolutely. So, <clears throat> so but, tell us about your special guest that you have. You have many testimonials, and you decided to bring uh, a few of them onto the podcast. Um, you know, to to educate people because absolutely. that's that's the biggest problem with with Marijuana Right Is people just aren't educated They look at it as this plant You're going to smoke it You're going to get in your car And get yeah. some crazy car accident And kill everybody right. around you And right. it kills you And
4: right. Yep.
3: right So And you're more apt to get rear-ended If you drive with it Because you go slower Than you're supposed to Right yep. You're doing 40 and a 55 at that point Or you're waiting for a stop sign To turn green Yep. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, definitely don't recommend people driving under the yeah, influence. Quick, absolutely. quick disclaimer there, but uh, you know, it's just there, that we're stigmatized, and it's and it's got to change. You know, so yep. and it's uh, it's it's uh, stories like Williams that uh, really need to get out there. It's and it's up to us to be able to do that. You know, I mean, here's a guy that has a, a, a brain tumor, uh, diagnosed with stage four cancer.
2: They really didn't give a stage on it. They just said sorry, they, they didn't really give me a stage on it. They just said that if I had waited like a month, I would be dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They rushed it, rushed,
3: ru- rushed you to the uh, to the, uh,
2: to uh, the uh, ER, Miami, right? Yep. Yeah. To Miami, the, the, to the hospital in Miami. Yeah. So
3: tell so us. Let's, how, yeah, yeah. Let's start from yeah, the beginning. Tell, tell, tell us about how it started. It. The the uh, the symptoms that you were feeling and all that.
2: It all started started just one night. Um, started feeling kind of nauseous, and uh, had I didn't even eat or drink yet, and I was getting sick and throwing up and so I just played it off, went to bed, and then woke up the next morning, went to work, and started getting sick at work. And, uh, again, didn't have uh, anything to, to uh, eat or drink yet, so I didn't really know what was going on. So I went to the emergency room, and they uh, said they had got a brain tumor. So I was like, great, what's my next step? And they wanted to airlift me to Miami. But they ended up doing an uh, ambulance from Naples to Miami, and then they did, they did laser ablation surgery and it grew back within a couple of days back to its original size. Wow. And uh, they said, well, it's inoperable if we actually were to go in and surgically remove it, there is a 90% chance that I would be a vegetable for the rest of my life and a 50-50 chance that um, I wouldn't even make it off the table. I said, no, I'm not going to do that. Let's just med- medicate it. So I was on, um, did a lot of radiation and did a lot of chemotherapy. Gained a ton of weight and lost all my hair, and I was miserable. And then I actually, the day I was diagnosed with a brain tumor was the day that I found out that I got, a, I was approved for the, for the card to use medical marijuana. And then I started doing that when I got back out of the hospital. And um you know, they they said that you know this is just, and it's, it's drastically drastically reduced in size with this type of tumor and that doesn't happen.
1: Now did they give you did they, did the doctors originally tell you, "Hey, you have this long?"
2: No left. All, no, they didn't give me like a say, hey, you might <laughs> not, you might only have six months to get your stuff together." they didn't mm-hmm. say anything like that, but they just said they
3: tell you they couldn't do anything about it though, right? right they said correct nothing, nothing they said, to treat it. Correct. And the odds that impressive. they
1: gave you was, that's horrible odds. 90% the, the, of vegetable yeah. and 50% you might not. That's yeah. horrible odds. Yeah.
3: The image is up above behind you guys, actually. You can see uh, April of 2018. Uh, if that was for 2018, that would have been uh, really epic. But uh, so uh, April of 2018, here is his tumor. And the doctors are telling him that uh, nothing is going to work. No treatment is going to shrink the tumor to just basically deal with it. Uh, and then you've got... Uh, we have got another image that I'm gonna bring up, which is going to be March of, of this year, right? You can see the tumor is wow. significantly, yeah, I mean, look, look at the difference, right? You got, I mean, on the screen, you're going from a uh, basketball to a golf ball really, but uh, obviously that's not the real, realistic size, right. but uh, you can see the drastic difference. And then in just three more months, right? You can see it's shrinking again so um barely it, even visible yeah, yeah, at very, that point yeah yeah it's really really is amazing and and it's it's miracles like this that we literally witness on a daily basis and it's just it's phenomenal to be a part an honor an honor to be a part of it but people need to understand that, that, that this is an option for you that, that you can actually use this as an alternative if you want to if you want to piggyback it off of the chemo and the radiation, right? Yeah. Yeah. How
1: was that? What was what was all that like? The chemo radiation? Because people I don't, don't understand.
3: It, you didn't combine it, right? I, I was doing both. You were doing ca- cannabis and the chemo radiation. or You were doing chemo and, and radiation? Oh, no, I was
2: doing in the beginning. I was doing the um, chemotherapy by pills.
1: Now explain explain that because nobody really knows what it's like. The chemotherapy is like unless they've done it themselves. That that's right. not. It's not like a walk in the park where you take a pill. Mm. That's right. Some you, have, pretty, you have experience uh, with it. Oh yeah. yeah, that's some pretty harsh chemicals you're putting oh, in yeah. your body.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, from what I've been told, like with the if you get the uh, the like um, the, the chemotherapy through IV, it, it's miserable because you get it, and then you're like sick for a day or two. From what I was told, mm-hmm. but I never experienced that. I always did mine by the pill. It was kind of like a little capsule, and
3: um, how much was that pill, by the way? Well, I
2: have insurance, so it was 50 bucks a month, but I did some research on it, and if I didn't have insurance and I was just cash, it was over over $5,000 a month. That's ridiculous. How can
1: anybody pay their bills and survive? For four pills,
3: by the way, for four pills a month? I want to say it was,
2: and at the most four, it could have been even two. Oh, yeah. Because I only took it once every three weeks, and then I didn't take it again for, I took it, one after I took it the one time, I don't take it again for about a month, three weeks to a month. So it was yeah, it would have been about five thousand dollars a month.
1: now did you go back to the doctors after um, the tumor shrank to to what we saw there and say, "Hey, by the way, there was something that I could have done, and I did it did you I, did you go to them?
2: I have told the doctors that they say a, my my neurosurgeon is a Cornell graduate, so he he definitely um uh, he knows his stuff, and my other, all the doctors uh, they're all phenomenal, but they're they're loss of words they they can't explain it because this is According to them, one of the worst brain tumors that somebody can have.
1: Wow. Wow. And that's, that's. That's proof right there that
2: it mm. works, right? Yeah. If that's
1: not proof, I don't know what
0: is.
2: Exactly. Yeah.
3: Baffled. So, Absolutely baffled. So I got
0: a question for you. What kind of regimen did you start up with um, when you started to smoke? Was it once a day, twice a day? So it's
3: not smoking. So so oh, say, the, again, yeah, tip yeah. of the iceberg. So smoking yeah. would be to treat his uh, symptoms if he was still doing chemo and radiation. The smoking would have been helping him with his nausea. But the smoking right. doesn't penetrate You know, your insides, you're not metabolizing. When you smoke, you onboard and pass it almost instantly, and your relief period is typically 30 minutes to 2 hours, and then it's done. You have to consume and metabolize the cannabinoids in order to, to really take a great effect um but uh thc before you you respond sorry to cut you off but the thc actually uh binds to the cancer cell and causes apoptosis where the cancer cell eats itself from the inside out um i've seen it live we're seeing a progression of it right now literally uh and then cbd actually blocks the cancer cell from metastasizing so he's um you know a patient that actually listened to what we taught him right and actually implemented the knowledge and uh He's been loading on both of those pretty aggressively, and, and this is the result. So tell him the regimen. I didn't mean to cut you off, but oh, I no, want to make fine. sure that I ixed that well, uh, smoking yeah, it, thing.
0: It, exactly, because, you know, I mean, again, coming in on the outside, looking and yeah. not knowing. Right. Um, but that's, that's, the, that's, typical the, that's, that's the, the typical stigma.
3: That's the typical assumption that when we we're talking about marijuana, mm-hmm. we're talking about the guy with the, the smoke in the joint. You know, right, or yeah. girl. So
1: And see, this is, this is great because Deshaun is not too educated on cannabis. So yeah. it's almost like we're going through an educational for yeah. Deshaun. Yeah. Me, I'm very educated yeah. right. on it. Right. But, yeah. but it's cool. It's it's a cool thing because we're doing like an educational thing plus your awesome testimonial. So tell us about your regimen.
2: I would do, uh, I, would, I would smoke it at usually <clears throat> in the evening just to help me kind of relax and mm-hmm. help me, you know, go to sleep. Um, then I would I would do the C- C- the CBD oil I would do twice a day. Mm-hmm. Then recently, I started taking uh, the RSO oil, and that really, really helped me.
1: I'll explain that one. What's that one exactly?
2: RSO is Rick Simpson oil. RSO is a a terminology for Rick Simpson oil. Okay. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the, you know.
3: It's a full. It's a full plant extract, so it's all parts of the plant. Okay, uh, I see. I see. And it's, it's not
2: just a concentrate. Right,
3: right. Yeah. So it's not just one cannabinoid. It's it's a full spectrum. It's all of them. Right. Uh, it's probably the most natural way. Rick Simpson, the way he coined his name, uh, and I don't think he did it on purpose, but he cured himself of stage four melanoma wow. applying the uh, the oil or the it's really goo because it's concentrate uh, directly to his melanoma and he, he cured himself of it. And I think it was like six to eight weeks. Pretty amazing wow. story. So, uh, but how do you get the THC to the cancer cell and that's the challenge right especially for for william he's got you know a tumor in his brain, right? So he can't inject it in there, right? Mm-hmm. So how do you do it? And the only way to do it is to saturate his body with as much of it. So he's taking a couple of rice grain uh, droplets uh, uh, on a cracker sometimes, right? right? Uh, and uh, he's doing that at night because he does get psychoactive, and you know at least it's he's doing it at night, so it's going to knock him out. And then he's doing the CBD during the day to kind of to balance him out. But it's like a one-two punch, right? You're constantly doing a combination, right? Left hook is the CBD during the day that right hooks the THC at night, you know, so, but uh, we had a great talk uh, when he got here a little while ago, and we're going to step it up a little bit, because I strongly feel you know, uh, and I'm going to use all the positive energy I can. I strongly feel that that little bit that's left that we can knock that shit out of here like Babe Absolutely. Ruth. Yeah, do. I, I
1: mean, if you yeah. keep looking at the pictures, it's it's almost to the point where you you can't even see it. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and um, it,
3: he's he's going to do it. You know, so we're just going to. believe are going to stick it up. Uh, sorry, step it up a little bit, right? Uh, maybe get a little more aggressive. The, the great thing is, is he's already built up a little bit of tolerance, right? So, uh, but uh, now if he gets too a little more psychoactive. It's going to be while he's sleeping, so who cares, you know? So he might have to shake it off a little bit in the morning. But the other thing that this rock star does, is he works full time, and he's yeah. a dad. He's got two kids, and he's married. So I mean, he's got a lot to live for, and Absolutely. that's a, that's Absolutely. another. That's a, those are uh, those are amazing things that keep you alive as well, because he's yeah. got he's got some responsibilities, not so much financial, but he's got a lot to live for. And we're gonna we're gonna all work together and, and keep that going.
1: Now, how did your how did your family react when when you started showing them pictures of this? Like, hey, it's going away because. Of a, a plant.
2: Mm. They're, they, they're at, like the doctors are at loss of words. But, yeah. You know, my mom is my saint. She's my, my rock. She has been through everything with me. And she is one of the reasons that I'm here talking to you today.
3: Mm. So. Yeah, his mom comes here uh, every week or two weeks and picks up uh, the CBD, uh, you know, as well as uh, probably d- picks up the RSO for you as well. No, or no, you, you do I, that I She's do not all the care that. Day. Okay no, no, So I do all that. But, uh, but she keeps Reporting to us All the progress And it's just awesome So that's yeah. finally Finally she showed me This picture And I'm like Hey we got to talk, dude.
5: Absolutely. We got to get this out
3: there, you know. So we shared his uh, image on our Facebook page. It got shared like 90 times. It was really awesome. So it's, you know, it's not to mislead anyone. It's really just to give some give give people out there hope that you don't have to go the conventional route, right? We're not trying to take anybody away from the conventional route, but we're trying to let them know that, hey, this is an option, you know, and it's never yeah. killed anyone in history.
0: And I think it's right. the, the writings on the wall that, you know, the, the big pharma and, and the, you know, the regular way and traditional way of doing things has been running the show because they're incentivized to do so. It's not a surprise to me that, you know, not not to disrespect a doctor, you know, I I don't know any better, but if they've been taught a certain way and, of course, all that's incentivized over time and and years – it's like fighting the big big oil or something right. like that. You know what I mean. And and,
3: big uh, farm is a beast though. You that's know? that's yeah. a trillion dollar you're, you're, business, you're, yeah, you're and you are messing with bigger 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 fish than the mafia. That's yeah. for sure. And yeah. government put together exactly. Yeah. And it, Actually, it probably is the government and mafia put together. Yeah. I, I would say that. Yeah, And <laughs> yeah. we
0: we brushed on that a little bit. You know, I have my own you know, qualms with the whole thing because of being a a severe asthmatic growing up. That's right. You know, they told me I'd be on a breathing machine after the age of 30. If I didn't follow along with the shots Mm -hmm. every week, the allergy shots, Mm -hmm. I remember crying on my back because they kept poking me with the stuff to see what I was allergic to. That's terrible. They'd they'd scare my mom and and my dad to work overtime to, to be able to afford these Mm -hmm. things. And, uh, Um, You know, it's I moved down here to Florida. I mean, I had a couple of close calls, but ever since, I mean, it's been probably six, seven years now. Mm. And um, I basically take care of myself on my own. Thank you. Thankfully, thank God for primatine mist, but right. they all but tried to shut primatine mist down because they didn't want us mm. self-medicating. They wanted us with balbuterol, which was mm. super concentrated. You know, you, you you start with one or two puffs, and then all of a sudden you need three to four the next couple of days. Yep. And, um, you know, it's it's just... It's a shame, you know. They they should be looking into to other options and mm-hmm. other forms of treatment. Um, they they don't like get this. they don't get
1: paid off telling but you they, to use yeah, cannabis. Exactly. exactly, They, they get don't. paid off those chemotherapy stuff. Right. Oh yeah. yeah, they get yeah. they big, get nice kickbacks. Oh yeah. They
3: don't get paid for the patient a, a patient healing themselves. A right. Patient lost is profit mm-hmm. loss, So exactly.
1: exactly. So yeah. let me ask you a question, William. How long were you on the chemotherapy for?
2: Um, probably on on and off about a year or so. About a year, and how
1: did you feel? Well, did it did it make you feel groggy? Did it make you feel when I was
2: on it? I felt miserable. Miserable, it was just nauseous, and yeah. I've <laughs> said that I can, you know, I'm young and have a lot to live for, but I can see why people that are older or they really don't have, maybe have a whole lot. To yep. Have. I was so miserable I mean I could easily see why somebody would just hurt the other towel in yeah and you shouldn't be that
1: way. you did that for a whole entire year now imagine doing that for the rest of your life yeah. feeling like that and that's yeah. crummy right that's oh yeah it, and like you that. had mentioned you were you were overweight at one point right I yeah. mean looking
0: that
2: at you was, now you
1: look you look
0: yeah you fit. look great oh, he's,
3: ha- was, he's half the size big. he was when I met him.
2: That was strictly due to the, the chemotherapy and the anti anti-nausea pills and the steroids that put me on. I mean, the radiation, I lost all my hair.
1: How many pills did that come out to be a day?
2: I was still only, well, the chemotherapy, that was once every couple of weeks. And, but I would take the uh, anti nausea pills as needed. So once, twice, three times a day, depends on how often I needed them. And then the steroids were a couple times a day. So I was.
1: And I who knows what's I mean. in all that stuff, exactly. right?
2: Exactly. So it just made me feel absolutely just miserable.
1: And how long have you been using cannabis now to treat yourself? Uh, three years. And how much better do you feel versus oh, that one amazing, year?
2: Amazing.
1: I That's actually, awesome.
2: Yeah, I actually found out that I got approved for the card the day that I went into the hospital for this. So it's, I think it was March of 18. So it was. I,
1: I feel like that card is like most doctors' enemy. They see that mm. card and they're like, oh, great, you're going to be treated um, and possibly cured. Not not their version of treatment, which is you keep coming back for the rest mm-hmm. of your life and yep. putting yep. money in their in their boats and no money there and all kinds of stuff, right?
2: And Absolutely. That's
1: awesome. You, I mean, through this whole thing, you've been giving me goosebumps <laughs> because that, I, it, that you know, it, that's crazy, right? It, oh, yeah. Your doctors are supposed to know their shit, mm-hmm. yeah. and the fact that they're 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 not telling you, they could easily he could have easily if he cared about you, he could have easily said, hey, you heard about cannabis? Mm-hmm. I think if you met with one of those doctors, it might. Help oh, you
2: yeah. Well, right. now,
1: now, Nick. Now, the point of uh, my Florida Green is
3: that you you do work with some doctors, right? That yeah, we actually have uh, several doctors that work with us, uh, and one of them is one of the biggest cancer doctors in uh, in Florida. Uh, Uh, Dr. Uh, uh, Chandra, all right, Samit Chandra, a very well-known cancer uh, Specialist up in Melbourne, Florida So uh, and he uh, sees a lot of cannabis patients and he also sees the incredible results I actually sent Dr. Chandra uh, your image uh, William of the The shrinking of the shrinking of the tumor and he's just just he loves it. I mean so that you know Doctors are very smart people. You know, they went to school for oh, yeah. for a big chunk of their life. They spent a lot of money and, you know, they definitely deserve credit. However, I think it's just more or, or, or it is important for them to uh, expand their mind a little bit and embrace this because this isn't going away. These types of stories are not going away. They're actually going to continue, uh, you know, to to surface. And it's up to us to do types of uh, platforms like this to. Uh, to ex- not expose but to educate mm-hmm, right. to not just educate the patient but to also educate the doctors and say hey you know the reason why my Florida Green is so busy in Naples I mean it wasn't because we were first right even though we were and I've been always I've always been pretty aggressive with the marketing but it's because I believe in it and I've seen it and witnessed miracles. document that we're very big on documenting so if anybody does want to challenge us we'll really make them look silly so mm-hmm. a quick disclaimer out there but uh for anybody out there but uh, the thing is, 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 you know, doctors are now referring all of their patients to us, right? They're saying, you know, what, I don't want to write you an opioid. Uh, so I'm going to send you to my Florida green, go and go do it two weeks ahead of time before your surgery. So post-op that you can start taking some marijuana gummies instead of the, the opioids. Yeah. And, and so, and that's why I, I can honestly say, I mean, we attribute our, a lot of our, our, our business to that uh, as well as uh, teaching patients. Um, especially ones that are receptive and actually do what they're supposed to, like William's done, and, and look at the results. Right. It's, it's, it's really amazing and, again, an honor to be a part of it.
0: Now, does, uh, does the insurance... Is that starting to come along? No,
3: federally illegal still. Uh, Federally illegal, so insurance isn't going to pick this up probably for a little while longer. We're supposed to deschedule this year. When we do deschedule it, then insurance will start to pick it up. Then law enforcement should be able to use it. It'll be removed from drug tests. So, you know, that's all kind of pie in the sky right now. But that is is in the pipeline. That is coming. So... So what then does does treatment kind of look like as far as budget wise, you know? Now you're looking at uh, you're looking at uh, 199 for the for the appointment. You're looking at 77 due to the state, right? So under 300 bucks for the first, you know, kind of uh, initial certification. You're going to come in. You're in and out of here in 15 20 minutes, uh, depending on how long you need. If you need more, we'll spend all the day, all the time in the day we need to. Uh, but uh, our goal is to. Um, to cover the uh, the physical encounter with a doctor, right, which we do in a very streamlined format. Uh, what people don't understand is we aggregate most of the information ahead of time. So patients go online, they fill out their application, and then they go through a series of questionnaires to uh, make sure that they qualify, and then to also make sure that they're done and documented by the time they come in. So that way we don't have to worry about where are your records, what are you doing, like like you know you know where the doctor doesn't have to be the police officer, right? So doctor can spend the time answering medical questions, and then we spend the time with the education education. and we go through a very clear and concise education teaching the patient how to use it what to do what not to do what to do if you don't feel good what to do if you get stoned and you don't like how you feel you reverse it with cbd you know and once we put the patient in the driver's seat and show them where the gas pedal and the brake pedal is then it's all you go for it you know and we empower you to experiment we empower you to titrate and the worst that's going to happen is you're going to get high (laughs) <laughs> it's better than being low, right? That's, it's better than being low. The just, side uh-huh. effects
1: of that is hungry, happy, yeah. sleepy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean,
3: heaven forbid you. Get I like all those. Sleep good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. exactly. exactly, But it's not for everybody, you know. Like I'm one of them. I don't like to get high. I don't. That's the psychoactivity THC. I'm a bit of an alpha type A plus person I don't like it, you know. But every night before I go to bed, there's a big dose underneath my tongue, though, you know. Yeah. So I am higher than giraffe tonsils before I go to bed. <laughs> you, hit, you hit that REM <laughs> sleep
1: in about ten that's seconds.
0: Right, that's right. <laughs> so, so I got a, I got a question for you. I I'm, I remember. Again, being uneducated until I met you, for the most part, except for what Ricky tells me. Sure. Um, you know, you start to see trends, you see vapes, you see all these things that are start coming out. I remember when CBD first started coming out, and you start seeing that in health stores and this and that. But I I started to get the feeling that there's, uh, you know, it's kind of a big money grab and everybody's Mm -hmm. trying to uh, fight for that type of real estate. How can somebody be sure that they're getting the actual product that they
3: think they're getting? Awesome question. Awesome question. I love it. So, and uh, yes, it's been a green rush. Everybody ran into it, right? And you had a lot of. A lot of hokey, not so up to snuff people that uh, have gotten into it as well. But um, lab testing. So you want to see lab results, just like show me the Carfax when you're buying a car. You want to see the lab test results of the products that you're using, right? So, and it's mandatory that you have to have lab tested product in order to sell, it at least in the state of Florida. So yeah, uh, and they're testing for uh, GMO pesticides, metals, right? Also, that it's a full spectrum or an isolate. So if you're educated and you know what to look for, you can find all that and see all that in the products. And that's something that we take very seriously. Um, you know, every product that comes through here is lab tested, uh, and certified and approved by me. Right. But every, uh, product that goes through the dispensaries for THC is certified and approved by the department of health. Uh, and that's a big deal, right? So the vape cartridges, the tainted vape cartridges that go on the black market, uh, you know, we strongly recommend patients do not buy those, uh, because you don't know what's in them, right? So yeah, Mm -hmm. you could, you could be okay, but, uh, you know, there's a chance that you won't be either. So why take that risk? Mm -hmm. Why not just spend a couple hundred bucks, get your cards, you can go to the dispensary, get clean lab tested product
1: and what are some of the harsh chemicals that you see in these off-market
3: vitamin e and acetate actually both of those uh, together when they're heated up to a certain level uh, they create a toxic chemical and it'll kill you Wow. Um, and that's what, the, if you remember that uh, that tainted vape cartridge story that kind of traveled around, there was yep. a 17-year-old child here in Naples, God rest his soul, uh, and the mom, I think she had four or five other kids, uh, excuse me if I don't uh, quote it correctly, but, uh, and her son only took a hit every night from the vape pen to go to sleep, and he took a hit one night and they never woke up, you know, so wow. it's just not worth the risk. Yeah, no, really isn't. no not, not, not
0: only that, and you know, you might hear something like these stories here and you, you try to take the... The the cheaper route, you just go into um, your your corner store, nutrition uh, place, your vitamin store, Um, you grab something on the shelf, and then not only might it have these uh, dangerous chemicals in it, as Nick was pointing out, but you might not get any effect from it. Maybe it has nothing in it. You could be putting water under your tongue, and then all of a sudden, you've just ruined yourself of an experience that might have... Right. Uh, and,
3: we, and we get a lot of that, actually. Sorry right. to cut you off. We get a lot of people like, hey, let's give you... We, everybody that comes through our doors, they get a sample of our CBD. We make that mandatory. You see that when you walk in, right? right? So, And that's kind of maybe how we keep everybody calm. But uh, And people will be like, oh, I've tried CBD. It doesn't work. Okay, we haven't tried ours, right? And usually those are the people that end up buying it because they're like, wow, this stuff's amazing. But most of the CBD products that are in the market, they're isolate so they're isolated one cannabinoid or one compound and it's only CBD. So you see these signs and advertisements, it's 99% pure CBD, right? Well, that's garbage because that's like hitting one key on a piano. It's going to get annoying. You want to hear a song. So uh, more keys on a piano is more cannabinoids that test positive for So It's kind of a layman's way of explaining it, but most people know what a piano is, right? So yeah. you want to hear a song and not just one key on a piano. And so isolates nonsense unless you're making like a bath bomb or something like that. Or if you're scared of testing positive for THC on a, on a drug test. A full spectrum CBD will, will test you positive, right? Or it can. So why risk that too? But you know, you're buying the hype if you just get an isolate. And maybe that's just my opinion, but you want, you want to, you want all those keys on a piano.
0: Right. So yeah. bottom line is get with a professional, somebody who's been doing this for a long time, knows his stuff. Uh, Nick, and you can check them out. Uh, right now, the new location, by the way, this is amazing. Uh, they even have a sound drape, a soundproof drape. That's which right. I didn't know that was possible, but <laughs> they have that in here. But we're sitting here at 34... Uh, 3400 Radio Road, Naples, Florida, 34104. Look for the big uh, van out front. It the big pot leaf on it. It's got, a, it's got a pot leaf on it.
3: Well, and the process really starts online, though. So before you just pop in, yeah. uh, better to go to the website, myfloridagreen.com. Click on Get Started, choose your location, and, and fill out the forms right there because that'll really get it started absolutely and i know we
0: kind of uh we kind of jumped into this i know we want to get you out well t- he,
3: i know t- he's got a time crunch so okay. I, I feel bad that we've kept him and i, I no, got I a couple mean, more people I mean, that i want to get oh yeah, in. yeah absolutely. Absolutely. well no problem absolutely.
0: yeah well william thank you so much for stopping absolutely. by we greatly absolutely. appreciate it your story is awesome. sure. amazing we're we're going to continue to follow along and no, and sure. no, no pressure so, william
3: but now we're all cheering you on so yeah so yep. now you gotta yeah, now you got to do this all, yeah
2: it's all good i love sharing my story if i can help anybody I'm all for
1: it. Next time we see you, we want that thing to be gone. Yeah. Right. It's going to be. It's let's let's gonna do it. Be too.
2: Awesome. Sure. All right. Let's, looking forward to it. All
3: right. Thanks, William. So maybe we'll break and I'll bring Chris up. That Absolutely. Good. Combat, let's do it. Combat Iraqi veteran that's been shot a bunch of times. All right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Perfect. All right. So that, we'll break then. Got it.
0: All right, and we're back, and we're sitting back with uh Nick Garrelay, the owner and founder of my Florida Green, and we have with us also another testimonial as it is testimonial Tuesday in my Florida green and we're sitting with mr Cash or excuse me Chris Cashman mm-hmm. and uh, Chris was in uh I was which in, part of the
5: service uh, United States Army United for, States service for twelve years awesome, thank yeah. you for your service Thank You're you welcome. thank you. Tell us a little bit about your story um well um after September 11th happened um, I got mobilized to active duty two days later Um, I got a call from my commander he said hey we're going over to Afghanistan Um, pack your stuff you know get your stuff together and get your family ordeal ready and uh, show up to duty Um, I showed up within a 24 hour period because that was the allotted time from that point forward it was all um, training putting everybody getting the whole unit together and then we got on um, C5 planes from, um, we got stationed at, uh, in louis Fort Polk, Louisiana. And then we left from Fort Polk, Louisiana to Kandahar, Afghanistan. Stayed there a couple of months, was shot in the leg. Um, after that went to, uh, Kabul for about another six months and then, uh, stayed there, got shot again in, in the arm. They sent me back to duty after I healed up. Um, then I left in the following year. I went into, um, Iraq for um just one year just staying at Camp Snoopy over there and um they finally um I got hit in the um in my leg and totally took me out of the that the game basically. They said that's it, it's game changer. You can't take you know, they had to replace my kneecap, they had to do a bunch of stuff. Um, a couple of my guys started getting hurt. I actually had a a, a serious problem while I was over there that I actually I obtained this grenade issue where I stopped using my rifle. I just started using grenades instead because it was easier to take out more people with a grenade than it would be with my rifle. So eventually my commander said, hey, you need to go speak to you know, the uh, psych department basically and get evaluated because I think something's wrong and... You know you're, you're not even using your weapon we've counted your bullets and you're using stuff that you really shouldn't be using at certain times so i became it, it became a bloodlust to me after being there f- over in that environment for so long my basically the con- my country sent me there to kill these people and that was how i saw it is there's the enemy here's
3: me that's what i have to do um let's yep. not forget about what happened in between though you got shot yes. several yep. times yes. right so of course yeah. you want to kill everybody back i mean they're trying to kill you yep. I and mean, just want to put that disclaimer in there yeah yep. ba-
5: basically that too also my me and my me and my one of my best friends one of my best friends in the army to this day his name's uh, sergeant phillips um he's still around he's still okay um we were in the back of a deuce and a half truck big truck and um an RPG got hit from one of the roofs into the front of the, the truck, killed the driver and the passenger, and the truck flipped over. With me and my buddy got catapulted out of the out of the back of the truck. And, you know, that was just an, a, a back injury that I had or whatever. It still goes on today. Um, I had spinal fusion for that. So I have a lot of injuries and, you know, um, mental issues that, that came along with going over there for just two years. Um, and then when I came back... The, you know, the VA here, the Veteran Affairs, put me on all these medications. I mean, I was taking, my wife said at one time, 23, 30 medications. And one medication would be to take a side effect away from another, to take away from another. And that and, was daily? And that was daily. Wow. So I, I one day my, my grandfather came over. He's, he's a Vietnam vet. And he, and he saw me and I was just sitting on the couch just drooling you know, drooling out of my mouth, and he's like, there's something wrong, you can't take this, so he took me down to the VA and yelled at them and said, hey, you need to talk to him, and he needs help, and take him off all this medicine, but they wouldn't, they said, no, he needs to take this for PTSD and other issues, anxiety, and uh, he's got pain problems, things like that, and um, I said to my, my wife said to me, you know, we're not having a good relationship, things were rough for us, because I was fighting a lot, I was not getting good sleep, Um, many... You know, things that come with going to war and coming back, I just was not functioning. I couldn't be with, in society. I didn't want to be. I didn't want to be detached from them and just say, I just want to go back overseas. When I was overseas, everything was fine. But it wasn't. So.
3: why was why you had a hand grenade.
5: Yeah, pretty much. That's why I had a hand grenade problem. <laughs> and a hand grenade issue was just like, I mean, really ridiculously, like, okay, the guy's right there. I can do one of two things. And nope, I'd rather just throw this at him because that's <laughs> what I, I don't know if you shot me yesterday or today, but. I'm going to get somebody back. Right. Um, So after, when I came home in 2003, um, a couple years later, when Nick started My Florida Green, my wife had seen him at the post office one time and said, hey, can you help veterans out? And, you know, is there something that you guys, you know, do to, you know, assist with some of the, you know, try to help my husband get off some of these medicines that he's on? Nick talked to her and said, absolutely. Here, Here's my card. Tell him to give me a call. I called Nick uh, about three,
3: four years ago, and uh, uh, it was more than four years ago. There, yeah. Chris. you were you were one of our first patients. I would say you were uh, literally the beginning of seventeen, if not the end of sixteen. You were one of our first. Yeah,
5: that's right. Um, to come to think of it
3: yeah um, and you are always just a first of all you're a classic guy and thank you so much for your service i'm gonna say that on behalf of everybody that's listening i'm sure uh such a heartfelt uh you know story but and you say it so modestly you know i mean this guy's been shot you know he's he's toured he's done three tours right uh bounced around shot multiple times you know and and i mean just you guys don't get the credit you don't get enough credit and we should be rolling out the red carpet for you guys everywhere. You guys should all get a six-figure salary for the rest of your life, a pension, and and, and no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You should get the best health care. Mm-hmm. And why the fuck the VA puts you on 25 and 30 different medications so that you can't even know who you are anymore is criminal all on its own, man. I just want to punch that guy right in the throat. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, that was my PTSD no, we, 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 we all feel the <laughs> same exact way. It's, it's
1: absolutely ridiculous. Our veterans should get the, the royal treatment when absolutely. they come back. They're doing... Sure. The stuff that you mentioned is just a fraction of everything you went through over there. Mm-hmm. The normal human being here in America mm. could not go through what you no, went through. We no. can't.
5: We can't it's one of those I jobs. can't do we that. Can't that's even handle when the, the Wi-Fi you're shuts off.
1: Yeah, what are you I talking about? Yeah, <laughs> I, if, if I lose my internet, I freak out. But what, <laughs> I can't do what you did. That's that's absolutely impressive. And you hear how
3: he talks; like he's just so modest and nonchalant yep. about it. I mean, that was the one thing when I sorry, I know you're coming. But one thing when I met him, it, he was just so. Like chill and nonchalant about it, maybe because he was on uh, psychotropic yeah. drugs. But yeah. um, you know, you know, I remember one of the things he told me. He's like, you know. We landed in this country, and these people started shooting at us. He goes, "I didn't do anything to them. Why are they shooting at me?" You know. So, and I just remember thinking, like, man, this guy's just such a modest, just cool, yeah, collective as, guy. The,
5: you know. As soon as the plane landed, and we got, and they opened the doors, and they said, "All right, we're going out in this in a battle role. and that means you're going to roll out of the plane ready to, to shoot at anything. And as soon as our trucks came off the back of the plane and we started driving, we were getting shot at it immediately, like on the airport. So. And that was on Bagram, Bagram Air Force Base in uh, in uh, Afghanistan. So oh. it was pretty nuts getting o- just getting off the plane at that yeah, time. Yeah, you know? crazy. They just knew we were coming, and we were coming to take over. And they were the ISIS and all the uh, insurgents were just trying to take us out before we even got a chance to get out.
0: Yeah, and I just wanna I want to jump in here. It's not necessary. It's it's definitely not off topic. It's uh, we have a lot of real estate agents that listen, brokers that listen to this podcast. After mm-hmm. all, that's how we started. Um, and with this crazy market right now and the multiple offer situations, I'm just imploring that folks listen to this story and, and like Chris, um, VA loans. Okay. They're just as good guys. Please start looking at your VA loans. Might take a little longer, maybe a little bit of work, but these guys have deserved it. They deserve it.
1: And there's, there's agents out there that will not even look at a VA loan. And those are the people I want to punch
3: in the throat. Yeah. Because, you know, there should be there should be a certain uh, veteran, you know, especially one like Chris shouldn't have to get into a bidding war. They should uh, they should have an automatic, Mm, you know, uh, bid to win, you know. And but these are the things that will eventually surface and and shake out. You know, I mean, we're just this is a little bit of bubble we're going through. I mean, not to get off topic, but. Um, you know, I know I just sold a house and I'm very happy with the way that the market is, you know, but at the same time it's just unrealistic. But yeah. you know, thank uh Governor Kumo out in uh, New York and uh the, Oh he's the best Florida real estate agent. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you get uh, you know, many others that I don't wanna name drop, but um yeah, but oh, they're all moving here now to get yeah, out. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, Homesteading too so they don't get their house taken away.
1: So Chris, you were on twenty three thousand medications a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um it probably by the time you woke up and went to bed you Probably spent the whole day taking all these medications. Exactly. And so when you met, after you met Nick, okay, Mm. what happened from there?
5: I told him, I said, listen, I'm on lot these are the medications i'm on i gave him a giant list and he was like oh my god why
3: well i think he brought them in a bag we, we try to tell patients to bring their medications yes, in a bag and he had like a trash bag full of them <laughs> so <laughs> that's like, yeah on, and know, we, we try to lay them out on a table and take a picture of them because of the seven month follow-up it's it's drastically reduced if mm-hmm. not all right so i mean chris i you were 25 to 30 medications realistically mm-hmm. and uh and you're down to what five now
5: yeah five right. and, and from the first seven months it reduced Ten medications in the first, you know, seven months. Signing up with my Florida Green, and then after that, it just got even better and better as I went along, and just kept sticking with this. You know? Now, how
1: do you how do you use cannabis? What's your regimen with it?
5: Um, basically, you know, I'll do inhalation. I do edibles at nighttime. Do CBD in the morning. That kind of like gives me the uh, mellow feeling and and wake up and kind of you know I meditate for like 20-30 minutes in the morning to get going, and then I'll stick with a hybrid know either smokable flour or I mean I can name some of the same of the strains that I use um, I don't know if it's for everybody because, like I said,
3: every person is different and has to figure out what works for them. It took me a little bit awesome. to do that. But. Awesome that he just said that because yep. like one thing that irks me the most is when people are like, "This strain works for this condition," and bing, bang, boom, and it's not like that. No. So, Chris, that is awesome and keep that up because yes. everyone's different and don't get into this specific strain because uh, everybody's different. You know? you know, so yeah, that's awesome. I'm awesome that. Uh, and how awesome do you feel
1: that. now after what was it? You cut how many how many medications? You're down to five um, now. I'm down to five. So and I you were I on 23? Yeah. So, so you like cut like, like, what, 18 of them? Like 18 Is my math right? Yep. Yeah, 18, 18 of them. So how do you feel now versus when you're on all 23?
5: Oh, wow. I feel much better. I feel more alive, more human, more. You're not um, drooling. Yeah, I'm not yeah. drooling on anybody <laughs> That's good. I'm sitting on my couch, you uh, know. Well, that he knows about it anyway. I, I have a six-year-old son, so, you know, I, got, I, I, I watch him, take care of him and stuff. Zachariah, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And was, then
3: how are you getting along with your wife?
5: Oh, everything is, uh, you know, like I said, since I started here, it's been way better, much better. Um, never, uh, we don't have any more arguments as more, as much like that we used to have over things that were it was so minuscule. But my head was so messed up, I, you know, I I wouldn't know whether I was coming or going. Right. And she's trying to speak truth to me, and I'm like, I don't know what's the truth. I don't know what's real and what's fake and what's going on. Or you you, you kind of live this vivid reality when you're on all these medications, and then. You, Once I stopped that and got back to, okay, this is normal. I feel normal, like doing this or that, but, you know, getting rid of all that medicine down to, you know, five medications. And Uh, it's just blood pressure stuff and normal things, like nothing major, no uh, opiates or, or, you know, stuff like that. So coming, coming
0: back, let's just say, you know, somebody's coming back from the service now, they're struggling with PTSD, they're having an issue, what would
5: be the first thing if, you would recommend 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 to them i would tell them definitely come to see nick and come to my florida green um they can help you out i I do advocate for the veterans especially people that i know in in the community itself i tell them go to my florida green go to my florida green my grandfather is a vietnam vet he came to see him i said he's got issues go see nick go down there and talk to him and he can help him out help my grandfather out um helped a lot of my friends out that i've had them come see Nick. So, you know, I don't want to name anybody's names. Now, those... Definitely don't do that. But <laughs>
3: <laughs> sorry to cut you out, no, But We, we charge but that's something you guys don't know. Um, and, and, you know, obviously I don't want to broadcast uh, everywhere. But I, I definitely will since, uh, you know, especially while we're in this type of setting. But uh, we don't we charge veterans for follow ups. So we charge them once uh, and then we never charge them again. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's awesome. uh, That's our veteran program uh, that uh, we just implemented about a year and a half, two years ago. Uh, Some people think that I'm nuts for doing it, but it's 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 an honor to serve those who have served for us, you know, and uh, and the vets do phenomenal. They really do, because a lot of them are hopped up on multiple different medications. And as soon as we can teach them how to sleep. As soon as we can teach them how to escape, right, and then balance themselves out, the rest is history, you know. And he's been a he's been a, a rock star, uh, and uh, just an honor to work with. And um, I like I said, I remember talking with him like it was yesterday when I first met him, you know. And uh, we did a testimonial video together too. That's on YouTube, you know, on the Mindful to Green YouTube. Uh, but I was on um, the news with you too. That's right. Yes, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Gosh, I forget how much. Uh, we've been through together, but that was a long time ago you know, when you first and, started And out. how
1: long now have you been using cannabis as part of your regimen? Uh,
3: about five or six years or so. About oh,
1: five or six years. Yeah. And the five and six years, right? Um, and I feel like this is a stupid question because I already know the answer to it. Right. The, the five five and six years, how would you put um, your your progression with, with PTSD and stuff like that? Did you, did, did you see any difference Absolutely. with the pills Absolutely. when you were on the pills with the PTSD? Mm-hmm. Or did you actually start seeing the difference with cannabis.
5: No, I started seeing the difference with the cannabis products and once I cut off the other PTSD stuff, okay? Well, then I re you know, put something else in its place, and that covered the whole spectrum of PTSD, not just one issue or another. It was the sleep, it was the nightmares, it was the the scars, the my dreams were so vivid i mean i'd wake up fighting like my, my pillow and end up on the floor and knock myself out on because i fell on my head yeah. you know so it, it took all of those things out of, way, out of the way for from doing medical marijuana over the ptsd medications that they have for you out there
1: that's absolutely amazing and i have i have a lot of friends you know that serve in the military and they come back my brother's over there right now in kuwait he's in the air force and they come back and ptsd is it's a very. It's more common than not, right? Mm-hmm. Soldiers coming back, right? Sure. Would you agree with that?
5: It, it, well, I would say for combat vets, it's very p- it's predominant. Period. It's going to mm-hmm. happen. Oh, the longer you stay in that environment, and the longer you're you're being shot at, and shooting back at people, that's not a normal everyday action. Shooting at kids is not a, nor- a normal everyday action. No. When I had to do that one time, or twice, or three times. You know that kind of made me heartbroken. I didn't want to hurt the kid, or I'll shoot him. You know, somewhere around them, just to make him run off. Yeah, yep. they're you know, shooting
3: at you. I mean, that's but that's they're the shooting problem. back at yeah. me. I
5: really I I can't shoot a kid. I really, I really can't. You know, I just think about my own son and things like that. That that was uh, the hardest part. You know,
1: and and you know the saddest part is that <clears throat> sectors of our own government know n- they know this helps. Mm-hmm. treat PTSD mm-hmm. but they will still refuse to say that's the treatment yes they know it's it's like no. I know the sky is blue but I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you it's every other color besides blue it's trust, like, the, trust the science yeah sure. yeah absolutely <laughs> <laughs> there
5: you go right well I, well, I even argued this with the, my VA regular uh, you know normal doctor not the, not even the uh, the mental health guy just yeah, the what did normal they say? doctor and I said I've been doing you know I'm on medical marijuana and I've been doing this so cause you know every time you go there you gotta you know, they take your blood. They're going to know everything about you, you know. They, they keep a log, basically, of every time you come. Okay, this was in his blood system, or whatever. So I told them when I started, hey, you're going to find this in my system because I'm using it. And he's like, oh, no, you shouldn't do that. You, well, why, why would you do that? How do you know that's not going to give you psychosis? And I was oh, like, geez. psychosis? Oh, boy. I was like, I, 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 I haven't been able to be out around people. I just went to an event that he had, you know, on Saturday, and had a blast. I was able to be around people, talk to other people. You know, it was. It, I didn't have those abilities before. Yeah, that's I, I, true. That's I the first wanna, event you've been to, actually. Yes, yeah, because you had such like social anxiety. Yeah, I didn't like being around other people. Like it just made me kind of nervous. Like I always had to watch my back or what's going on around me. Just even around normal, regular people, which is. Just a weird people look at me like, are you all right? Mm. And I'm like, I'm fine. How are you? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and just
1: kind of. They always see the look, look
5: in your face and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, God, I don't know. He's got that thousand yard stare yeah. in his eye. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Is he going to go postal here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you
1: know, you know, it's funny is I've I've asked every because I'm a big cannabis I mean, cannabis, cannabis advocate mm-hmm. um, because I have Crohn's disease. So I use it to treat myself. Oh, okay. um, but every single one of my friends in the military that I've talk to about this they use cannabis and not one of them has says yeah this just doesn't work Mm -hmm. doesn't work for Mm -hmm. me not one of them has said that no so the fact that it's a hundred percent effective for for ptsd thing i mean your nightmares stuff like that and the government is still (laughs) refusing to to acknowledge it and they're keeping it a schedule one which Mm. which nick inform us what a schedule one means
3: schedule one is the same as heroin uh, ecstasy, psilocybin, mushrooms, which is all silly because none, none of that has killed anyone other than heroin, right? But, uh, then you have, uh, schedule two, schedule three. So, um, schedule two is bar bits with cocaine, I think is uh, schedule two. Isn't that Which crazy? Which is insane. How yeah. is cocaine not a schedule one? Right. How many people have died from cocaine, right? So, <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, they're going to deschedule it this year, and that's going to be big. Now, when, when they deschedule happens. it, what does that mean exactly? Well, th- a lot of people think they're going to reschedule it, and that's not going to happen because that's going to take 20 years with uh, five years or 10 years of triple blind placebo studies, right? So, um, but uh, descheduling means they have to remove it from the scheduled drug list altogether. Uh, So they can't reschedule it. Otherwise, it's going to take that long, so they have to deschedule it. So once they deschedule it, it should be removed from the drug list. uh, The drug testing uh, should be removed and allow the... (laughs) Uh, law enforcement and first responders to use military. I don't know what active or what, but, you know, it's still up to the companies to decide who's going to be able to, uh, you know, use certain products or whatever. But, um, you know, I would rather have people on cannabis working for me. Actually, you have to test positive for cannabis to work for me. So <laughs> <laughs> that's part of the criteria. And that's um, that's mm-hmm. crazy
1: because they've the government has fought it for so long to keep yep. it. Yeah and schedule one,
3: right? And
1: now now they're finally giving up, like, okay, you guys were right. We'll deschedule it. And it's like, why didn't you
3: deschedule it a long time ago, you idiots? It's it's all through legislative (laughs) stuff, too. It's all a bunch of nonsense. But look where we are. We're in 3,500 square feet of a modern type of office. There's people smoking weed behind us, right, in a a private venue, which can be done legally. Uh, Everybody here is a patient, or for the most part. Uh, And uh, no one's saying anything. No one's doing anything, you know. We just had an event, a Hash Bash 2021 uh and uh i think
1: most of the cookies are we, gone over there we, yeah, right now we,
3: exactly <laughs> and and that's the problem you got to supply cookies more than beer when it, when you're having a uh, you know a session like this yeah. but uh you know we're going to keep pushing the envelope uh you know obviously uh in an ethical manner, but uh, we're going to make sure that uh, we're going to change the stigma and make sure that marijuana is not the devil's lettuce, at Absolutely. least uh, the stigma of, of it being uh, a dangerous drug because it's not, uh, you're not going to die. It's impossible. Absolutely. Well, Chris. I, I
5: even told my doc,
3: you know, the doctor at the VA, I said,
5: show me the book that you read that said that if you smoke medical marijuana, it's going to give you psychosis. I want to see that where you read that or is that uh, or is that a specific regulation to the veteran affairs you know
3: and psychosis is real actually i mean psychosis if you take too much thc you know you can have a schizophrenic type of event i have personally uh so yeah i mean if i if i take too much thc i freak out i do not like to get high Mm -hmm. um where some people they need it right um but i'm a little bit of a control freak and people like an alpha type a plus personality don't do well with so psychosis is a real thing um and so is schizophrenia so if you're schizophrenic patients really you got to be cautious with uh and a lot of veterans are schizophrenic because of what they've been through right uh they still have bombs going off in the back of their mind uh so it is something to be concerned about but um you know psychosis is definitely blown out of proportion too that's the one thing that the doctors use and try to leverage is oh what about psychosis I, you know almost wonder what they, if they know what it even means
1: yeah spell it for
0: me
3: yeah right. <laughs> I, I
1: certainly will not <laughs>
0: So, so and you know give it a chance show up with, let the professional yeah. uh, Nick mm-hmm. who's treated um folks in the past uh, especially like chris and uh, let him let, you know he'll, he'll put you through some trials and and figure figure out what works best for you
3: this sure. guy is a is a true war hero he's a true hero for our community our society and our country and uh, it's an honor to even call you a friend chris so again Absolutely. i shake your hand here as i always have and uh, you are a, a true hero and uh, i'm honored to be your friend Thank Absolutely. You. Well, thank Chris, you
1: we, we thank you for your time. We thank you for uh, sharing your story. It's amazing. Mm. We thank you for your service. I mean, I don't think we can thank you enough yeah, for your service yeah, thank you. and what you went through. And, and the fact that you're just like every other military person that has used cannabis and seen 100% true results, we, we thank you for, um, you know... Y- for all that and, and, and your story, it's Absolutely, it's awesome.
3: Guys. And we're gonna goosebumps give you goosebumps again. Yeah, we're gonna give we're <laughs> gonna give you a t shirt right now before you get out of here, and uh, we're gonna smoke a joint together. That's Absolutely, that sounds great. Right? <laughs> sounds good. Take awesome. care,
5: Chris. All right, thank you guys.
0: And we're back, and we're sitting mm-hmm. with the doctor Athena Karitsis. Hi. Did I pronounce that correctly? You did. All right, perfect. Introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit of, about what you do here in and my floor green.
6: Well. As you know, I'm Dr. Karitsis, and I'm the certifying physician here. Okay. And I have the best job in the world, because what I do is I truly, truly make people happy by healing them naturally. And it is so validating to speak with people when they come back after seven months when it's mandatory that I see them, and they tell us how we've changed their life. And it isn't that we hear one story of one way we we shape people's lives. We hear various stories from various people, just like there's various ways you can use cannabis, as various as cannabis can be. That's as various as the diseases that we see here. But the success is extraordinary with all people that come through here. It's, it's, it's just something I, I want to pinch myself sometimes when I go home. Or sometimes I just want to get in the shower and just cry and say, my God, we, 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 we shape someone's life to a new perspective, a new level that no other medicine can do.
1: Yeah, it's 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 truly amazing because you can go home feeling good about it. Not like, you know, some of the stubborn doctors out there. Because you know, not all of them are stubborn. Um, some of them will look at cannabis. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> someone will actually say cannabis works, but the ones that don't, how do you think they feel when they go home? They don't. They don't go home saying, "I helped someone."
6: <laughs> well, nobody went into medicine not to help somebody. Yeah. And the type of medicine that I was trained in, mm-hmm. um, you do help a lot of people, and there's a lot of place where that is. Necessary. The nice thing about that is, I have very fond memories of people I did help while practicing conventional medicine, but I also have extraordinarily sad stories when I could not help somebody to the extent that I would want to. Um, I imagine that's true here too. I don't know when someone doesn't come back, when it doesn't work for them, but at least they tried something, they lost nothing. Right. They didn't take some bad medication that gave them some horrific side mm-hmm. effect. They it just didn't work for them. But when it does work for for somebody, it's extraordinary.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've I've lived through it myself. From from I mean, when I so to give you a little bit about my story. And by the way, I think you're the best doctor in Florida because you are my doctor. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> when I was 18 years old, um, second part of high school, January, right around my 18th birthday, um, I was. I had, I had half a ride, um, basically to go play football at UCF. Um, I was 190 pounds, six foot. I was crushing skulls out there, right? So that's all I thought about. I was like, I'm, I just got a few more months, and then I'm, I'm going off to UCF with all the pretty girls up in Orlando, and I'm going to play football and maybe go to the NFL one day. Well, um, I was at work, and I worked as a caddy over at, at Cypress Woods here, the golf course, and I was a caddy. And um, I started feeling sick, started throwing up went through every single test there is possible. And it was a ultrasound that I went through and they're like, Oh yeah, you got something in your your stomach. You gotta go see a colonoscopy doctor. So I went and saw the doctor and he's like, Oh boy. Um, And I remember him. I could not, I could at this point I was bedridden. I was throwing up. If I sat up, I would throw up. If I drank half a glass of water, I'd throw up. Right. So I had to lay down in the doctor's office because I couldn't even sit up for him to tell me the news He's like, yeah, you have full-blown um, severe Crohn's disease. It's starting to shut down organs in your body. It's starting to pretty much take over. And um, you know, I'm going to need your mom to leave the room. And I remember this moment. He had my mom leave the room to tell me, hey, uh, some of your main organs are shutting down. I, I wouldn't say you have more than than a year because once it starts attacking the big ones – thing your body's not going to function right things like that and i'm laying there at 18 years old thinking i'm gonna go play football by the way i dropped 40 pounds i went in two weeks i went from 190 to 150 uh no no i dropped 50 pounds i went from 190 to 140 sorry my math was crazy there um and i didn't know what was going on my my the, the scout for ucf of course called he's like oh we yeah we're gonna have to pull that scholarship yeah i don't know if we're gonna be able to give that to him so pretty much lost everything. I'm bedridden the last few months of high school, um, and my doctor, my my Crohn's doctor, is like, "Yeah, you know, if you smoke a joint, maybe that'll help you out. But here's what we need to put you on. We need to put you on Remicade and and all this 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 chemotherapy stuff, right?" So I'm like, "Sure, whatever. You're the professional. You're the you're the one that knows what I need to be, be on." So I I go ahead and and I, I go on Remicade. So every two months, I'm getting this infusion done um, in my arm, and I'm sitting there with 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 people. Three times my age. And they're like, what are you doing here, young man? I'm like, why well, have Crohn's disease? And they're like, oh, that's that's horrible. You know, you shouldn't have that at that age. Um, and I went through it and I felt like crap through through my, my early 20s. Um, and then after that, I'm like, I couldn't afford it anymore. Because Remicade was like two grand like every time I went in. And there became a point where my parents couldn't afford it. And then I couldn't afford it, right? Um, and they're like, let's try this new thing, Humera. Humira. Let's, let's get you on Humera. And I'm like, okay, what do I got to do? He's got to self inject yourself every two weeks. I'm like, I don't want to do that. So I went through that. Guess what? Felt like crap the whole entire time. Um, and it was until a couple of years ago where um, I started researching. Like, I, I was like, I, I use cannabis advocately, um, you know, smoke it here and there and everything. And I was like, you know, I, I think this plant is going to be my answer. Um, from everything I've been reading about it, it, it it's going to help me out, right? Um, So I started using cannabis, but not just smoking a joint or or taking edible here or there, strategically using it, right? Uh, I knew during the day um, I needed sativa. I could not take THC during the day and function. couldn't do it. Correct. But I needed to be able to sleep at night, so I needed THC at night. So since I've gone through you guys, okay, um, and got my card and strategically started using using cannabis, um, for over four years now, I have not... Put any sort of chemotherapy in my body I've gained all my weight back um, and I have gone to my doctors and said and I'm a pretty stern um, transparent forward person I went to my doctors and I said hey buddy um, this cannabis stuff you never told me about you told me I'll go smoke a joint here and there um, I haven't been on chemotherapy for the last few years that's why I haven't been checking in with you on mm-hmm. that stuff he's like well we need to get you back on that you could die and I said no I think I'm going to stick with this plant God put on this earth mm-hmm. I think I'm going to stick with that Um, so that was, that's kind of my, my, my testimonial there. And, and since then you guys have been absolutely amazing. That's why I consider you the best doctor here because you you. actually, you actually helped me out, not just kept me what I feel like I was on a treadmill. I wasn't healing.
6: We hear what you just said every afternoon when we do our recertifications mm-hmm. and we see people coming back. And this is what we hear. And this is what gives us um, validation. And this is what makes us continue in this program. And I'm not here to dismiss any other doctor's medication, the way they treated you or that mm-hmm. it was wrong. Because for somebody else, that might have been what they needed. It's just great that somebody had the open-mindedness to consider something else. Because you're very young and anything you're treated with now, Crohn's disease is not going to go away. Nope. So those medications... They may be good for a short amount of time. We don't know long term what they do. We know long term what this does. Yep. And if that's not working and this is, great.
1: This plant's been on this earth before we were
3: on this that's earth. That's right. If yeah. That tells you. 10,000 10, BC, it's traced back to zero deaths associated. So, yep. you know, Doc, it's awesome to, to sit here with you and do this type of interview because we've done a couple little things, but. Uh, you know when we first started working together compared to wh- how you are now it's like it's like literally night and day and i think it's i think i can attribute a lot of that to the fact that you've witnessed the miracles that we have on a daily basis i mean look at this guy william that was just here the tumor shrinking in his brain i mean then you got guys like chris who we just interviewed i mean um but the the drugs and the and the prescription medication that we've documented patients getting off of because they have access to cannabis is just staggering is it not i mean i don't want to put words in your mouth
6: i am i am at awe at at what I see. He's, he's one, and I've seen um, pancreatic cancers that have come back, uh, Crohn's disease, like yourself. Um, one thing I, I am a little bit taken aback with the program is they gave us 12, 13 diseases that they certified that, yes, these people need, uh, we agree they need medical marijuana. They may benefit, and Crohn's is one of them, so you mm-hmm. are an outright qualifier. But somebody else who has ulcerative colitis or something else, irritable bowel syndrome... That not on their list similarly may benefit. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that's part of my job and our job is to liken symptoms and conditions to ones that they've approved. Because if they're going to get better, why wouldn't my patients get better That if something strikingly similar? So when you see people walking in these, these doors, or you're here for an appointment and you see young kids and old people and people of all walks of life, you have no idea what they have. You have no idea what betterment they're getting. They sit with me behind closed doors and, and things that we see that we don't disclose openly. Um, it's one of these things where when I see them back coming back and I don't want to bring up something necessarily when I speak to them, I can see it in their eyes. I can see it in how they, they, they hug us and, and how they, they tell us we've changed their lives, that we have done so. And they're not all stricken with horrific diseases. That doesn't mean it isn't a horrific condition to them. And yep. that's why this program has grown so much because we're helping people that aren't just those thirteen diseases mm-hmm. we're helping people that have symptoms that are that can be treated with marijuana that are not on that list
3: yeah, yeah. so. Quick, you know, kind of plug here. So the ulcerative colitis is an other like kind comparable to exactly. Crohn's. That's so, what they thought I originally had. Yeah, yeah. And, and and that can be or is a qualifying condition. Yeah, that's how but we have to but all the yep. information and data that we've aggregated over the past years, we can actually facilitate that as that other like kind or class. So definitely urge anyone who's just suffering from ulcerative colitis to apply, even though they don't see that condition, because they will qualify under the other like kind comparable Absolutely. to Crohn's. And, and it's it's
1: it's crazy that they only I didn't know that they only is it still only thirteen? Yeah, always 13. has been. There is that's a catch-all.
3: Crazy. There's a catch-all that's an other like kind or class comparable to, but it, it there's a whole bunch of research and data that you have to aggregate and upload into the state registry to justify the fact that that person who's suffering from clearly a debilitating condition, but you have to figure out how to plug it in as an other like kind comparable to one of the major uh, 12 or 13 yeah. conditions, right? The only so.
6: the only good bad thing about that is it's horrible that people suffer from those 13 conditions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But those conditions are so laden with symptoms. Uh, what's the difference between somebody who, who is just diagnosed with cancer who can't sleep tonight, and somebody who was in a car accident that can't sleep tonight? They both suffer from insomnia.
2: Mm-hmm. They
6: both. So we try to um, liken similar things to similar things that that are approved within the system because it, I can help. I can help far more many people than the state is wanting to let us help
2: mm-hmm. yeah and, and that's
6: what we're so good at doing we are expediting this for people to know that don't don't get stuck on this if you're suffering from a debilipa- debilitating condition come see us mm-hmm. absolutely come see us yep. yeah it's
1: it, it's 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 wild that that i didn't know they only allowed 13 like that but uh, you know well they attempted to they'll, they'll, they'll throw to. you they'll throw you attempted to they attempted, to. Yes, attempted they to. Attempt yeah. to. percocets and all kinds mm-hmm. of
6: crazy right, stuff that's right fine. yeah
3: yeah they, they they attempted to uh there are you know uh you know People that are probably with the DOH that are that are watching us. Uh, I mean, Dr. Chris, is clearly the biggest one in the state, Uh, but it's because we've implemented uh, the proper technology with the data uh, as well as we have an incredible team. Right. it's not just Absolutely. her and I it's we nope. have a we have a team of advocates behind us where right? we got christy landry uh, mary there they'll go above and beyond for everyone we've got uh you know compliance head of corporate security we've got uh you know somebody who keeps us out of trouble uh we've got uh incredible admins her husband is uh part of uh, the, the 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 backbone right as well as uh uh, uh we have another one brandy and uh, they we're all working together it's this there's a lot of pieces to this puzzle it's not just one or two uh, but uh, we're a team, and uh, I think we kick some pretty big ass, actually.
6: Absolutely, and I think one of the reasons we do is because we do have such passion. We, we are truly passionate about this. We love what we do.
3: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And
6: because of that, we also do it full-time, which gives us the ability to really focus on how to make this um, the best program. It isn't like I'm trying to do this while I'm practicing conventional medicine and just trying to figure out how mm-hmm. to make a few extra dollars. I, I am devoted to doing this. This is all I do all day. Um, and that's why we are so good at it. Mike, um, Mike, with the security, makes everybody feel safe. The girls up front are so friendly. They do um, intake, um, intake of patients and consents. And they don't make anybody feel uncomfortable or unwelcomed or, or silly for wanting to come here. Uh, admin does a great job. Nick, hands down, does a phenomenal education. And he's so compassionate in helping patients. Uh, he puts me at awe. And I think that he would also say that I'm an extremely compassionate physician as well.
3: Absolutely. It's a good yeah, team. Yeah,
1: it's, it's an easy process. I, I love coming here mm-hmm. uh, every seven months for my check-in and get my, my CBD sample. Mm-hmm. It's it's the best <laughs> doctor's appointment I've mm-hmm. ever gone to every seven months.
6: All yeah. good news. Yeah. All good news, yeah. always. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And yeah. just for anybody listening out there that might be
0: on the fence, um, that we do have, uh, uh, what is it, customer privilege or confidential
6: yes i can't say anything yes exactly yeah. doctor no names yep. <laughs> no
0: names so they will take care of you um you know don't worry come come give it a shot and uh well all, thank all starts on the website yeah. real quick
1: yeah. i want to ask a question mm. why did cannabis ever become legal Ill- illegal in the first place well what's the true story
3: Oh, man, there's two different variances of that Uh, they wanted. It was uh, it actually first became illegal uh, because of William Hearst, who was the biggest paper manufacturer in the world or the country. Uh, He was considered like the Mark Zuckerberg back in the early 1900s. Uh, he teamed up with Anslinger, which was the first DEA agent, uh, and uh, the reason why they started Reefer Madness was because uh, Hearst uh, discovered that hemp paper is actually reusable and recyclable, and you could actually erase off of it, and that immediately threatened his business. Uh, so him controlling all the newspapers across the country uh, immediately launched a war, and they created Reefer Madness. I mean, cannabis is the real pharma. Pharma, uh, the has been part of the pharmacology or pharma. What's the word I'm trying pharmacology. to pharmacology? Yeah, yeah, it is, it is. And, um, and and that's been you know traced back into the eighteen hundreds, but now it's marijuana, which is the two most common names out of Mexico, Maria and Juan. Yeah. So yeah, and they wanted to. It was actually very. It was a racial, uh, racial, uh, uh, war as well, where they wanted to associate cannabis with blacks raping whites back then. Uh, they wanted to associate it with uh, dirty Mexicans bringing it across the border, uh, and uh, they and they put the two and two together, and it's it's really sad. And we're still following these laws from back then. That's what's crazy. We've proven, we prove day in and day out that it's healing, that it's never killed anyone in history, that it can get you off of prescription medications, that it could actually put a stage four cancer patient into remission. I mean, how many more pluses do you need to see before you just wake up and be like, okay, I'm mind blown. And
1: ever since they did their extensive research on the plant back then, how
3: many people have died?
1: Zero. 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 Right. So what are we, what are we doing here? Right. Right.
3: Exactly.
6: (laughs) You know, it's, it's, Fun, not funny, haha, but curious that the people that are the naysayers, the biggest naysayers, what exactly are they going to do when they get sick?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: They're going to come see us.
6: I mean, what exactly are they, are they going to do? If they can't sleep at night because they've been diagnosed with something, what, are they going to pump themselves full of Ambien and Lunesta and then suffer from, dementia from that? Nope. Or are they going to have a little indica and have a beautiful night's sleep and wake up refreshed with no brain damage?
1: You, you know, doctor, there's a word for that. It's called hypocrites. Mm.
6: Yes. <laughs>
3: really, what's that? Well, you know what? <laughs> we don't we don't tyranny. call them that. We
6: don't we don't treat yeah. people like that. Yeah. Yeah. We we understand that people come from all avenues of comfort in yep. here. We treat Absolutely. we hold their hand. We help them through whatever they're having.
0: Well, after all, it's it's fear and and just negative, mm-hmm. just bad stigmas. Nick alluded to earlier that that you know oh, history going back years and years that has people thinking this particular way but you know it's time to change things and thank thankful, thankfully for uh, folks like you nick and for you doctor um we have that and thanks to the internet and social media we can get the word out mm-hmm. and we can get the testimonials out and we can do things um to better inform uh the public because it's just it's not the way it was and um, we just got to keep pumping those stories out there and you guys are running a very successful business here and um, making a difference especially in the community so well, thank, you thank you for you. saying Bye. so that's wonderful thank Thanks. you appreciate yeah. it. it's an honor to be on here with you guys so yeah we appreciate that's awesome it. well thank you for joining us and uh nick we got one more yep all right and we are back with mr chris jacobs um which is also a patient here of my florida green uh chris introduce yourself
4: yeah, sorry, how you guys doing? Thanks for having me on. Uh, uh, my name is Chris Jacobs. I'm lead singer of a band called Reefers out of here in uh, Naples, Florida. Kick ass, kick ass band, actually.
0: heard of you guys. Yeah, yeah. man. Ricky runs sound, doesn't he? Yeah.
4: Yeah, I was surprised he's running sound here tonight, too. Oh, man, I've always
1: got my, (laughs) I'm
4: always close to a (laughs) soundboard.
3: Yeah, we're actually just
4: getting off uh, doing Hash Bash with these guys last weekend.
3: Awesome. Yeah, so let's talk about Hash Bash real quick, because it's a little edgy, uh, but uh, uh, if you are in a private venue uh, that is not open to the public, and you have that venue that's full of patients, uh, patients can actually legally medicate. Okay, so uh, we uh, we stretched that line uh, about uh, five years ago, hosting our first uh, 420 party. It was actually for my birthday, uh, and it was down, I, I, I will say, an undisclosed area, but mm-hmm. it was a bar and grill. We closed it down and made it patient-centric, and it was private. You had to buy tickets to get there, which made a private venue. Therefore, we could medicate legally, and I started it by letting a joint as big as my arm, uh, and people were just absolutely blown away being in the most conservative county or town in the state. Of Florida, uh, so uh, and we did medicated comedy for multiple years, but the problem is, is people got stoned, they stopped laughing at the jokes, and the comedians <laughs> would quit. So uh, we found uh, we found Chris with Reefers and uh, started doing medicated reggae nights, uh, and just absolutely knocked it out of the park. And it's been awesome. Uh, we just did Hash Bash last Saturday. We did a 420 party back on 420, which was only a couple months ago, and just over 200 guests uh, at each event, and it was just amazing. And the music was awesome. So and those like
1: those truffles you had they were cbd right they were cbd infused was, truffles yes, yes it was cool because um
3: you can get heavy off of i got though. i yeah. got
1: i got pretty tore up yeah. off off my my uh, indica was, but yeah. then i had a few of those those truffles yeah. and it brought me right back out of it yeah. right back to yeah. normal yeah. yeah awesome so chris awesome. tell us about tell us about your story with cannabis and how it's helped you
4: oh man <laughs> where to start well uh i've always been a real big fan of cannabis for a, a long time but um I've actually even surprised myself about how much it um, um been a positive part and, and a big part of a lot of different parts of my life, you know, and growing up and that how, I, how I've changed how I, I use it medicinally as well over the years. You know, it's always been something that's just been, um, you know, like kind of like an ally for me, like in, you know, stress and anxiety and just like going about and just, you know, be taking a little load off. And, and now I've been using it a lot for for pain and um i have um i have a couple um broken discs in my back that cause a lot of pain in my hips and my legs i have a lot of restless legs sleeping problems i know that i heard you talking about sleeping stuff too Mm -hmm. and um yeah where i used to use you know medications you know a lot of advil a lot of advil pm you know um and a lot of alcohol to sleep at at times too Mm -hmm. you know um Originally, a, a lot of indica I was using smoking, and lately RSO has become my uh, Rick Simpson oil has been my become my best ally for across the board a lot of things. And people can't see you right now, but you look
3: amazing. I remember when for the 420 party. You, I mean, how much weight have you droshed, dropped
4: just in two months? Um, just in the last two months, it's probably been. It, I uh, I started losing weight about a year ago when I, I quit drinking, and yeah. Rick Simpson oil helped yeah. me help me do that. Um... And yeah, probably like a, a good thirty pounds since the last show. But over the last like nine I mean, months, almost seventy five pounds. So seventy five I mean, pounds. They, they, and they and also and say your... it's the the gateway drug, yeah, right? Right, right? So
0: so Rick Simpson oil helped you quit the drinking, or just help with the pain that you were.
4: using? Yeah. Were... Well, um, I, I work a lot of. Well, I work day day and night, but I, I work late nights, and my family's always asleep. So I get home, and um, I have a hard time winding down at the end. And when I lay down, I'm I, I have a lot of restless restless legs, restless muscles. My mind is going a million miles a minute all the time. Um and it, it became kind of a norm for me to to, you know, have nightcaps when I got home. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd got get home and I and I and I and I drink to kinda I'd get home, the house would be empty, you know, everybody's everybody's sleeping. I'd go back and, you know, throw the ball ball for the dog and I used to I used to drink whiskey and coke. Would be, my, would be my go-to and it would be a little bit taking a load off too but a, a lot to be sleeping because i would sleep through the night otherwise i'd wake up you know five six plus times a night mm-hmm. and um my wife who i should have listened to because she's always right anyway but um she said hey that. she said hey you know like um the drinking's really t- taking a lot out of you and i said you know like i'm not i'm not day drinking night drinking all the time you know i have like a little half pi- half pine and, and some coke when i get i get home and 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 go to sleep and and she said well but when you wake up in the morning you know you're always in a bad mood when you wake up you know even if you weren't super hung over from that little bit you're not happy waking up at six o'clock in the morning and everything and and that was the first thing i said all right you want to know what I'll, I'll 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 give it a go and i was having a hard, hard time doing it because of sleeping stuff and i and I, I had known about rick simpson oil and i had taken it and the first time I took way too much and 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 and, watch, and watched a cartoon and was like, it was almost like <laughs> and it was became like, a cartoon, it was actually. like something else. And then I, I I started using it originally for sleeping, and I said, hey, you know what? If I started, you know, dosing, my... I, I heard about Rick Simpson oil therapy for people that are like serious addicts and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, if it works for those guys, maybe I could use it just to like. So what I would do is when I didn't when I'd be going home at night and I'd, be, and I'd start thinking about going and stopping and, and get my nightcap, I'd, I'd dose myself with Rick Simpson oil instead. And by the time I got past the liquor store, all I could think about was Ben and Jerry's in a movie and I'd, and I, and, and I, I'd, I'd go to sleep. And i and now I'm like, I stay in the recording studio till, you know, midnight, one o'clock every night and I'll pop up at six o'clock in the morning and not hung over great and work, work all day. And, and I can do it. I can do it every night. And it still gives me that relief and doesn't, you know, give me the, any of the negative effects that I, that I, I really experienced before. And something that I didn't realize the whole time was all of a sudden I had 75 pounds dropped off me. Wow. And that was something I didn't expect. From and the
0: Coke and the sugar. And I, was the drink, I, was,
4: I was drinking 3,500 calories <laughs> before I went to sleep every, every single night. More of my daily calories every night. And that's something I didn't expect. My wife was even like, how are you dropping all this all right, weight? And I was yeah. like, apparently, uh, <laughs> <laughs> apparently this Empty is something calories. Yeah. Empty so,
0: calories. so this podcast is heavy, uh, has a heavy, uh, real estate agent base and, and brokerage. And, you know, I get in the test and so can Rick is it's very stressful. And I, and we, all of a sudden you can start get caught up in social parties and things like that. Cause it's always networking event, one networking where it's always happy hour. I mean, we got invited to one tonight. It's so like drinks on me, you know, and, and all of a sudden that starts to catch up with us as agents and same thing for me i've found myself where i was going home and, and just and drinking and just to get to sleep and then waking yeah. up and feeling the same way so agents if you're listening to this might be something you know worth a stop in to check it out um you know some some stress reliever and and uh hit up nick and and see if he can put you on a path to uh you know getting getting back to the grind and, and popping up, like um, like Chris said, here at the 5, 6 o'clock in the morning and, and hit those deals.
1: It's it's easy. MyFloridaGreen.com. My, the best state
3: in the country, <laughs> Green.com. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for sharing your story, Chris, too. And don't forget, uh, the Reefers, pretty badass reggae van. Yeah, local. where
4: can people find you? How, yeah. how can they uh, um, reach you? Yeah, all social, social so, all social media. we got a couple videos shot by Sugar Shack that are out on YouTube right now. Just search Reefers. Um, and it's
3: R-E-E-F-E-R-S.
4: Yeah, okay, just, like, so that just like that. And then and then um we just released the EP for 420. We're working on of a full length right now, but there's uh three songs up on and pretty much any s- streaming platform that you can and go on iHeartRadio, check out. Spotify, iTunes. So yeah, check out the music, a lot more to come. Um, Don't just sh- check it out, buy it. Hmm, there you go. <laughs> do, <laughs> yeah.
0: do you do you guys do uh private venues and, and things of that nature? Or? Yeah,
4: we're down, we're down for for everything. You know what I mean? Like we've been we're going to be focusing on recording a lot for a little bit. We're but we're always game for a good time. So awesome. Yeah, awesome.
0: I' hit him up and then uh, Nick where you know we're gonna do our exit here so yeah, where absolutely. can people
3: find you on social media uh, g- again my MyFloridaGreen.com uh, my is the website but my green on social media uh, Instagram uh, Twitter we're not really on to yet but uh, I need somebody to manage all that so quick yeah. plug out there if you're a social media guru and you want a job hit me up at uh, Nick at my but uh,
0: don't forget you gotta you gotta have some green in your veins <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get I, I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. This has been awesome. We appreciate you having us in your lovely place here. Thanks for coming. You guys got to, awesome. you guys got to come and check this place yeah. out. Happy healing. Um, it's beautiful. I mean, uh, we're looking forward to the. the- Continue. Testimonial Tuesday Testimonial yeah. Tuesday <laughs> uh, Continued growth And uh, if you guys have any testimonies out there And you want to share them Be sure to uh, to hit up Nick, uh, Nick And uh, we'll we'll work something out To where we can get you on a Testimonial Tuesday This awesome. is awesome Big yep. yep. shout out and Thank really. you
3: to Doors Open Connect You guys do a great job Appreciate it Thanks, Thanks Nick Alright awesome guys Take care Did you
0: find this podcast informative and helpful? If so, don't forget to show support Subscribe, like, follow, and share Have any feedback? Don't forget to leave a comment Would you like to inquire about sponsorship and or more about being a guest on our podcast? Maybe you have someone in mind you'd like us to interview. Maybe you have a topic regarding real estate you'd like to learn more about. Find us on social media and or shoot us an email explaining who, what, why, and when at doorsopenconnect at gmail.com. And in full disclosure the doors open connect podcast is intended to bring value and be informative to our listeners and is generally an organic unscripted open discussion the opinions and or experiences of our guests are not necessarily shared in their entirety by our hosts thank you again to all of our listeners and supporters